Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day, there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today, we really are going to be talking about how to be successful from a different viewpoint. And I am so looking forward to, to speaking with our guests today. So please join us in welcoming Ken Cladoris to our program today. Welcome, Ken. Thank you. I'm excited to be here today. Great. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you, and then we will dive into this. So with us today, as I said, is Ken Cladoris, an esteemed wealth advisor and a leader in the self-mastery movement who has developed an online course entitled Stillness to Success to help people cut through the noise, find their stillness, and create the success they want in life. Ken compiled this course with practical and impactful lessons he extracted from years of his own self-study with a spin that is fresh and relevant to the 2021 world we are all experiencing. So again, Ken, welcome. Thank you so much. Every time I hear that, I'm like, oh my God, I do a lot. I know. It's always (laughs) fun when we hear our own bios, right? We're like, ooh, that sounds like a cool person. (laughs) So, you know, I always like to have my guests talk about how they got to where they are today. And I'm especially interested in yours because, you know, you are a financial guy, a numbers guy, but then there's this whole other side of you. And so tell us about how you got to where you are today. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of, uh, people always think it's a contradiction, right? To Mm -hmm. be a finance, be very conservative, and then have the spiritual side. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So for me, I would say that I had the early on success that Mm -hmm. I'd hoped for as a high achiever. Mm -hmm. And uh, so in my 20s, right after grad school, you know, got my dream job, was successful making the money I wanted to, Mm -hmm. and having the freedoms that I expected Mm -hmm. and wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, But after a while, I realized that basically my life was on repeat and I felt mm-hmm. like I'd plateaued. Mm-hmm. And with that, I was like, you know what, you know, this is kind of just what it is. Like I've mm-hmm. peaked at whatever, 28, mm-hmm. you know? And, and that's a heck of a thing to be thinking about, right? Yeah. And so, but I was okay with it. I mean, I literally just wasn't changing, wasn't looking for anything different, just kind of going through the the days. Like I said, just every day was a repeat of the day before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just kind of out of happenstance, I was kind of had an epiphany moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was on vacation in the Cayman Islands and was sitting on the patio with literally nothing to do all day. Mm-hmm. And this just wave of cleanliness just wa- mm-hmm. like washed over me mm-hmm. and took away all of my self-doubt, all mm-hmm. the chatter in my head and just left me there very free. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, this is an incredible experience. Wow. Mm-hmm. But then obviously vacation ends, come home, mm-hmm. real life, and everything went back to normal, mm-hmm. right? Back to the noise and the chaos and a little bit of OCD there as well, you know, just mm-hmm. trying to control everything. Mm-hmm. And um, literally I was like, you know what? I've experienced this calm stillness there. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a way for me to get back to it in real Wait. life. Mm-hmm. And so I spent the next five years doing everything I could 
to figure that out mm-hmm. and how to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's where I am today is now teaching everybody kind of what I've gathered over the last mm-hmm. five years, as well as, you know, honing in my own business and mm-hmm. things like that. So it's been a, it's been a great experience for me. I love it. You know, and as I was reading your information, I was thinking, you know, I am one of those people that goes 900 miles an hour all the time. Being still is a foreign concept to me, you know, and anybody who knows me knows that I'm like continually going. And the funny part is I know that I need to not do that, but to, to turn my brain off as, as we say, I can't do, um, you know, and, 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 and which I know is a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know, and, and all of those various things, but it is, it, it's something that, it, 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 you you know, you talked about being on vacation. We all have those moments where we're looking at the ocean. Um, we're sitting in a in a park. We're watching children or or whatever, and our mind goes, <sighs> you know? yeah. and and then after that, <sighs> we're actually much more productive um, because we gave our our brain cells a break. And and so that's what I loved about finding out about your your information is. We need that mental pause. And, yeah. and so, you know, how that's, how do we get there? <laughs> how do I tell my brain, stop it? <laughs> right. Well, so, I, I mean, so there's a funny thing because what you just said is what I hear from everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's why I added the success part mm-hmm. to the cores. Right. Because if the payoff mm-hmm. is enough, mm-hmm. you'll spend the time today to, to make mm-hmm. it happen. Right. Right. So if I told you, oh, if you meditated and stilled your mind, you'd double your income. I'm like, um, mm-hmm. you still wouldn't do it? Yeah, but I probably would. Double my income. Maybe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it's big enough. But mm-hmm. if you're like, oh, you're, you know, have some quiet time and feel better. Mm-hmm. Like people aren't willing to put in the effort mm-hmm. right. for that. So that's why we I tied it into success because mm-hmm. I know that if you are more uh, still mm-hmm. and you have more focus, you're more productive, which mm-hmm. leads to better results. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. You know, and and we all are thinking, but I don't have time to do it. You know, and, and because I think a lot of people have the misperception that you know we have to sit with our legs crossed and go hmm, for like an hour, two hours, something like that. And of course, that that's yes, there are people who do that, but that's not what you're talking about. Correct. So I'm actually a certified instructor because I wanted to mm-hmm. really help people. So I got cool. certified mm-hmm. in a mantra meditation, mm-hmm. which is basically you repeat a mantra that's mm-hmm. based on your birthday mm-hmm. to yourself quietly for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's all you do. Right. So 20, 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I built, so my practice is now a little bit longer than that. And I also mm-hmm. spend a week in silence every year. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like the next level, if you will. Mm-hmm. But again, if I was here today talking, you'd be like, okay, I want your guest to or you to spend mm-hmm. a week in silence with me, you'd probably be like, oh my God, this guy's crazy. Oh, okay. My brain shorted out when you said a week in silence. You know, I wouldn't, I think I could be just fine with turning off social media and, and things like that. I mean, you know, taking that break, I think, you know, I think that would be good. But silence, oh my gosh. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> so the first year and actually the second year were very difficult for me, uh, but now it's, it's much better. Okay. Do you talk to yourself? I mean, <laughs> well, so that's one of the misconceptions, right? About meditation. Everybody mm-hmm. thinks that their brain is going to stop. Right. And mm-hmm. they're not going to have any thoughts. Mm-hmm. And that's far from the truth, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're constantly having thoughts, mm-hmm. right? Whether you 
actually think about them or not. Like mm-hmm. it's always noisy in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's more about just creating something for your brain to focus on mm-hmm. so that you can have more space between thoughts. Right. And then carry that through the day. Mm-hmm. And it is about calming. Um, yep. You know, we, we all know that when we think of ourselves as multitaskers, we're actually not doing anything well. Because, you know, we're, we're our, you know, our, although our brains are so incredibly powerful, it, there's just, you know, we, we, we do so much better when we focus on one thing, when we're trying to think, okay, now I need to do this and I need to do that. And, and I mean, you know, I, I'm glancing at my phone, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm not doing anything well. And that's the whole concept is that, you know, you, if you, if you calm, then you can focus. Exactly. Right. You just, and I call it stillness because it's, it's really about just creating that mental stillness Mm -hmm. so that you can be a better listener. You can be more productive. Everything about your business and personal life is just becomes better Mm -hmm. because you're more present and you're paying attention to what's actually occurring, Mm -hmm. not to what your voice in your head Mm -hmm. tells you to think about what's occurring. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah. And the last 20 ish months, holy schmoly. It's, it's been, it's been wild. I mean, you know, that's, and, and we all know that, but it has been such an eye opener, I think, for so many people to discover, ooh, I don't have to commute <laughs> you know? right. or, you know, to not have the constant interaction and, and distraction in an office, all of these things. But it's in many ways, though, it has not been good because, when we kind of have that downtime, those little voices start going, dum, 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 you know? and those little voices are saying, maybe I'm never going back in the office. Maybe, maybe they don't want me to come back in the office. What if we do this? What if we do that? I mean, you know, what if the pandemic grows? I mean, you know, that's, that's part, yeah, I'll tell you what, I don't watch the news. I, I, now I pay attention to the mm-hmm. news. I read the news and I, you know, I, I read what I hope is, you know, unbiased news as much, you know, and, and, um, but I try not to get caught up in the chicken little syndromes, but how do we not just survive in all of this? How do we thrive? Yeah. I mean, I would say that it's been very difficult the last 20 months, even for, for me, because we were thrust into this, right? Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't something that we kind of saw coming. Right. It was like, here you go. And like, right. you, you worked on Friday and at Monday you were home and it was like, right. whoa. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, so it's been very difficult, mm-hmm. but I think, and to your point, right, that little voice that you hear mm-hmm. isn't really the little voice. There's a voice even quieter than that. Mm-hmm. So you have to create enough stillness that that voice stops, mm-hmm. right? Or that you realize that those are just thoughts mm-hmm. and they're not real. Mm-hmm. So you're now because like otherwise you start worrying about all this negative mm-hmm. possibility that right. never actually happens, mm-hmm. but you worry about it, and then you have another thought, and then you worry about that, mm-hmm. and it's constant worry mm-hmm. as opposed to being like, okay, how could I use this time to move forward, mm-hmm. right? Right. So, I mean, I used the pandemic to create the course. I was like, well, mm-hmm. right, I I got all this time. I'm not mm-hmm. doing all the networking and mm-hmm. things I was doing before. So let me create the course that mm-hmm. people have been asking for, for, for years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that was one of the benefits of just channeling, right. That mm-hmm. empty time into something productive. Mm-hmm. And so I think if people can really use this time or have used this time mm-hmm. to figure out what it is that they actually want mm-hmm. and then start to take action towards that, they probably saw a lot of benefit and felt more purpose mm-hmm. in this kind of stressful time than others that were just kind of sitting around Mm -hmm. letting it happen to them Mm -hmm. 
worried about what could be next. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and it was hard, you know, especially for people who all of a sudden might have their kids at home. And so not only are they working, they're having to be teacher, um, you know, and, and, uh, you know, and, and all of these various things, they might have, you know, another spouse who all of a sudden was home. And, and, and I think the uncertainty really was what was, was the hardest about this. You know, initially we were told two weeks, right? How many of us laughed at that? (laughs) Because it was like, really, you know, yeah. You know, we might not have lived through things like the Spanish influenza, but yeah, we knew that took longer than two weeks. Um, you know, and, and then then it drug on and drug on. And, and you know, we're in October of 2021 as we're recording this. We still don't know what's going to happen. You know, I'm, I I keep thinking in a year, and I've been thinking that for, for quite a while, <laughs> in a year, things will have normalized. And I think that's, you know, that's one of the, the trickier things, too, is everybody keeps going, I can't wait till it gets back to normal. Not gonna happen, right. you know. That's just and and in in many ways, it's a good thing. You know, businesses have determined you want know work from home or hybrid works. It's more productive. Um, you know, I know parents who who said my kids aren't going back. Now I know also know parents who have said, <laughs> oh, we got to get our kids back into school. Um, you know, and and I'm I'm not a parent, but I'm a I'm one of those people that thinks you know there's so much socialization that kids need, um, you know, and, and so, but they figured out, okay, well, I can teach algebra, but we're going to send them back for band, you know, and, and things like that. But uh, yeah, it's not normal. So again, how do we kind of work our minds through this, this overall uncertainty and, and still keep ourselves sane? Yeah. Um, it's a really good question. And I don't have kids either, but I definitely feel for the families that like, have two or three kids at home, plus they're working for, I'm like, mm-hmm. plus animals. I'm like, I don't know how you guys right. do this. Like, mm-hmm. Right. And you see them on like Zoom calls, right? Like dogs mm-hmm. running in the background. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything because I really appreciate you're like making it work through this. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, to embrace the uncertainty really mm-hmm. comes from not listening to the noise in your head, right? Mm-hmm. That chaos and that mm-hmm. chatter. And that is something you can cultivate mm-hmm. through just a simple meditation practice, mm-hmm. right? Um, and for me, again, so my first meditation, right? Everybody, again, thinks it's going to be quiet and too mm-hmm. peaceful. And my first one, I went to the training center, learned my mantra and started to meditate. And literally, as soon as I sat down, it felt like the gardener next door decided to start mowing the lawn and leaf blowing and doing all that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this is really loud. Like, right. what is going on here? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be useless, right? Mm-hmm. But I had to sit there for the 20 minutes, did it. Mm-hmm. And when I was driving home, my nervous system had literally relaxed so mm-hmm. much that I didn't think I could continue driving mm-hmm. and I had to pull over. Ah, mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, mm-hmm. if it was that noisy and that much going on mm-hmm. outside mm-hmm. and I still have these benefits, mm-hmm. like this is really incredible. Like mm-hmm. this is going to get me somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why, again, from experiencing it, it, you know, you get like a deeper resolve in mm-hmm. moving forward. Mm-hmm. And so with that, again, the noise, that little voice of just, you can't do this, or this is going to happen, worry about this, like slowly diminishes. Mm -hmm. And then you get to the point where, yes, it still talks to you and says Mm -hmm. all those things, but you know, it's not true. Right. And you just realize like, I don't have to listen to that. Mm -hmm. And you can change the language you're using with yourself Mm -hmm. and say, okay, like, let's be more positive. Let's Mm -hmm. move towards what we want, Mm -hmm. you know, and then the course once we've developed that and we use about a week just to get people 
some type of illness, mm -hmm. then we look at the success side mm -hmm. and really say, okay, what is it that you want? Mm -hmm. What are your values that you cherish? What makes mm -hmm. you happy? What brings you joy? And then outline that as well mm -hmm. as, okay, if those things were in place, what are the goals that you want to achieve? Mm -hmm. Like, right. And then break that down into a, just a one-year goal because mm -hmm. past that people don't know kind of all the steps and they mm -hmm. get lost in kind of where to start. Mm -hmm. um, so with the one-year goals, we're like, okay, let's start moving forward. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? What mm -hmm. can you do today? And build that up so that way you start to build momentum mm -hmm. to move forward and create that life that you want and thrive. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and it is moving forward and being successful is a combination of things. Um, you know, that's where I'm sure, you know, being a wealth advisor helps because, yeah. you know, we're, we're not all going to live like Mother Teresa. And, you know, and, and for some, you know, the, 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 having the, the, the fancy cars and the big house, that really is what is going to make them feel best. Um, you know, and, and, uh, you know, for somebody else that might be having, I, you know, I, I get a kick out of the, the TV shows, the tiny homes. Mm -hmm. I think that'd be the coolest thing in the world. There'd be no way I could do it. For one thing, I couldn't live with a closet that was like 18 inches wide, right? right. And and all my dogs and my cats would go, excuse me, there's not enough room. But, you know, it is it is something where success is different for every single person. And I think that's, you know, that is is one of the things that we, we have to come to terms with is, you know, and, and but, you know, as you said, how do we get there? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and if it is becoming a millionaire, okay. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, it's, if that's your choice and that's fine. Yeah. I think being a financial advisor for, you know, over a decade now, mm -hmm. that really did give me a perspective mm -hmm. on what success looked like mm -hmm. from a retirement and wealth standpoint, right. from like very vast, mm -hmm. you know, array of people, because mm -hmm. you have, I'd work with people that, you know, are like striving to get to the million mm -hmm. millionaire mark. Right. Mm -hmm. They're like, Oh my God, when I hit this, I'm retiring. Like right. it's going to be great. Mm -hmm. And then I had clients that, you know, had 15, $20 million sitting in a bank account. And they're mm -hmm. like, oh my God, I'm poor. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and you have to balance both of those. And you're like, mm -hmm. oh my God, it really is mm -hmm. a very personal experience. Mm -hmm. So to tell somebody this is what success should be mm -hmm. is just way off base because it's different for every person. Mm -hmm. That's why in the course, again, we don't define what success looks like. Mm -hmm. We ask questions so that you can define what it looks like. Because mm -hmm. I don't know, you might, you might've noticed this. A lot of people don't know what they want. Right. They know what they don't want. Mm -hmm. Right. And they constantly are thinking about what mm -hmm. they don't want. And they're like, why do I keep having this happen? Mm -hmm. and you're like, well, because you're negative all the time, right? Mm -hmm. You constantly are thinking about mm -hmm. what you don't want, what could go wrong. Mm -hmm. And you're finding ways for that to happen. Mm -hmm. Right. Like so I said, the self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we just switch that and say, okay, instead of that every morning, think about what it is that you want mm -hmm. and not in like a, you know, it's going to just come to me manifest, right. you know, mm -hmm. way. but like, just think about it. That way you can notice things during the day mm -hmm. that can move you towards your goal. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Right. You know, it, it's interesting. I was, I, I listened to, uh, I, I have a program on my phone called Blinkist and, and it, it, it takes books and condenses them into blinks. Um, and so, you know, and, and they're like 15, 20 minutes long. And, and so I, I listen to one every morning and, you know, they, and, and clearly, you know, I, I listen to the, the same theme type of things, but, but it is about figuring out what it is that, that you want. Um, yeah. And, and then doing the things through the day to, to get there, you know, maybe it is that, you know, and, and a big part in, I forget which, I forget what the author was, but they were talking about, you know, 
start focusing on how you can educate yourself to get that. So be looking for articles um, throughout your day. I mean, just all of these things. And again, it's it's the positive things. It's not that I don't have a college education. I you know all of that. It's, you know, okay, so I'm going to be a self-taught whatever. And so I'm going to read everything that I can about it, all of those various things. Yeah, I think, so Stephen Kotler does a lot of research on flow. So it might be mm-hmm. one of his books because he talks about one of the mm-hmm. ways to get into flow Mm -hmm. is to initially like learn the language Mm -hmm. and the things of the topic you Mm -hmm. want to to study. That way you can start to like understand it better Mm -hmm. and live in that, Mm -hmm. in that environment. So that way, as you find more information, Mm -hmm. it comes to you easier. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and it's funny because when we start, it it does, you start noticing all those things. And, and, Mm -hmm. you know, I think we may have all heard about like the, the marketing study where, you know, you thought, okay, I want to buy a red Camaro. And all of a sudden you see red Camaros all over everywhere. It's because it's higher in your consciousness. Um, You know, it's not that there were more than than before, but it's your thinking about it. Exactly. And like, that's exactly what we're trying to do for people to have more success. Mm-hmm. Right. right? Because and as you said, clearly it's about thinking about the positives. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're, if you're one of the people that is looking for bad to happen, bad will happen. Yeah. You know, I mean, so I used to be, like I said, very OCD, try to control mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. And that would always be something that goes wrong in that environment. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause you're like, oh, I didn't control that. Something mm-hmm. bad happened. And, it was a constant life of stress. Mm-hmm. And so I know that now that I don't live that way, it's possible mm-hmm. not to do that. Right. Um, and life just flows easier. You have better relationships, mm-hmm. business is substantially better. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything just, again, when you just let go of trying to mm-hmm. control everything and embrace the uncertainty and kind of the impermanence of all, everything, and be like, you know, it's going to be okay. Like, I'll figure it out when right. it happens. I'll work mm-hmm. through it because obviously we always do. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's going to be okay. Right. And, you know, and we're not saying be Pollyanna. I mean, no. you know, things still happen, but it's it's how you're going to deal with them. Um, you know, I was just, you're going to love this. I was just at the National Beagle, like dogs, Beagle, okay. National Beagle Show. And, you know, there were several people that said, oh, I'm, I'm worried that I didn't do this right. And I said, it can be fixed. I mean, it's like, you know, know, in the vast majority of cases, it can be fixed. Um, You know, and and we often discover it really wasn't that important to start with. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's like, okay, you know, so so this didn't go this way. How do we fix it and go on? Yeah, right. And I mean, that is one of the things I enjoy doing the most is kind of reflecting on my day mm-hmm. and using that time to be like, okay, mm-hmm. these are the areas I could do better. Mm-hmm. This could do this. Right. And just, just taking a little time mm-hmm. and reflecting is a very powerful tool to use mm-hmm. just because again, it can be fixed. Right. You just have to be aware of it. Mm-hmm. So again, if you just assume nothing bad happens and go through the day, that's mm-hmm. not really useful, mm-hmm. but if you kind of just look at it, you know, from a 30,000 foot view mm-hmm. and say, okay, like, what did I do? Mm-hmm. What did I do? You know, how could I change this? Mm-hmm. It just, it leads to more positives. Things go better, like I said. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the outcomes that you are looking for usually happen faster. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and and I think we all know that, you know, our mental health obviously affects our physical health. Um, You know, and and when we're 
you know, there's there's a reason people who are in high stress positions and, and things like that get ulcers, have you know all sorts of things. It's just kind of that that constant churning. And you know, things like meditation and and just pausing can do things. I mean, it lowers your blood pressure, all of these various things. Um, I didn't share with you before we started the program. I'm actually in treatment for cancer. And, you know, it's like, okay, whatever. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those that I'm like bebopping in there and I'm like, you know, whatever. Um, and, and my doctors think I'm just, you know, they're like, oh, look, it's her again. Um, and so, you know, I was in, and this was, you know, last year. And, and so I'm in treatment and the ladies on either side of me, we're, and, and so I'm, you know, I'm, I, we're having a, a very heated political discussion and I'm in the middle going, <laughs> you know, trying to, you know, and, and all this. Well, before they'll let you go, they take your blood pressure. You know, they need to make sure that they haven't, you know, haven't killed you, but, you know, to send yeah. you out. And so they came and they took my blood pressure and it was high. You know, it was just from, from all of that bickering that these two women were doing, my blood pressure went up. Now they'd stopped bickering by this point, but I was still just like, <laughs> And so that, you know, the, the nurse got a little concerned. I said, just a minute. And I closed my eyes and I just started breathing in and out very slowly. And, and, you know, not thinking about the, the, you know, the, the political discussion, all of those various things. And it took me about five minutes, but I dropped my blood pressure to where they went, oh, okay, you can leave now. Um, you know, it's things just as simple as that. We don't stop to think you know, Hey, we can breathe. And of course, meditation is uh, an extension of that. And, you know, and, and that's, that's, you know, that's what I love about this. Yeah, no, I agree. And, um, good for you for having that again, kind of knowledge of yourself and how to do that. But I also think that your example is a great example of kind of the environment we all find ourselves Mm -hmm. in right now. Right. The political environment is so loud. Mm -hmm. Everybody's screaming, no matter where you go, you can kind of feel like mm-hmm. the pressure and everything from just mm-hmm. the environment. And you're like, Oh my God, like mm-hmm. how do I not just cave in and like mm-hmm. get crushed by this? Right. And having that ability to, to go within yourself, mm-hmm. to find some stillness and kind of let everything go mm-hmm. is a great way for you to like come back into the day and be mm-hmm. like, okay, like let me stay positive. Mm-hmm. Let's move forward. And then start to do the things you need to do mm-hmm. to, you know, again, have the success you want in mm-hmm. life and create the life that you want, right. as opposed to being stressed out between mm-hmm. everybody screaming. Mm-hmm. Right. And obviously, one of the big things is, when possible, remove yourself from that. Um, you know, one of the things that that I have, have definitely tried to do as I've been going through my health stuff is remove myself from the toxic people, right. um, you know, and and. And I just knowing, oh my gosh, I'm going to be around this person and they're going to be going, <laughs> you feel your blood pressure go up. Right. And exactly. so it's like, nah, you know, I'm just, and we can't do that with every person. You know, there are times where we have to be around, you know, whoever it is, whether it's family, friends, clients, whatever, but to limit our exposure to that, I think is, and same thing with like, yeah, I tell people, you know, who get very overexcited and say, oh my God, Facebook is horrible. I tell them. Well, don't read that. <laughs> to, right. to me, it's just kind of a basic that just don't read it. Right. If you're not 
So that person probably really enjoyed the Facebook, you know, mm-hmm. outage and be like, oh my God. Oh, I, I know. Oh my gosh. It was so quiet the <laughs> other day. Right. I was right. Now my clients who I was supposed to be posting for weren't happy, but, um, but yeah, I was just like, oh my gosh, it was so quiet. And that kind of comes back to, you know, you would take, you take a week of, of quiet time. Just think if every day, just every day we turn Facebook off for an hour. so but but right well you know we've kind of been talking about this but what really are the reasons that we should start a meditation practice today not next week not whenever why do we need to be doing this yeah i mean i think we cover kind of like basically life is kind of is stressful Mm -hmm. right um so we have all of that and also even if you are getting through everything and you're like oh my god like life is good Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of people feel stuck mm-hmm. just like I did, right? Like okay. you've reached this point where you're like, mm-hmm. this is my life. Mm-hmm. And we know we could do better kind of in the back of our head, mm-hmm. like, okay, but we don't know how to start. Mm-hmm. And even if we did start, we don't know what it looks like or what we want anyway. So it's like, mm-hmm. forget, it, I'm just going to keep doing what I do already. Mm-hmm. Right. It's um, scary to change. Yeah. Right. And again, it's more uncertainty and everything mm-hmm. like that. So for those people that are like, I know I could do better. I want to do better. Mm -hmm. Now the reason is different for everybody. I think, right. It could be material Mm -hmm. family, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But if you know, like where you are, isn't where you should be, Mm -hmm. this is the easiest way for you to get in alignment Mm -hmm. with yourself, create a barrier between you and all the Mm -hmm. noise outside so that you can move forward. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is the biggest thing for people is right. Is the starting Mm-hmm. Right? Once you get moving, mm-hmm. it's easy to keep going, right? And like, right. course, correct. And you'll figure it out as you go. But the energy and the effort that's required to just start moving mm-hmm. is just too much to overcome so many mm-hmm. times. Like I said right. earlier, like, right, the payoff isn't big enough because you mm-hmm. haven't thought about it. So you're like, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I like to tell people, like, you can have more success, like mm-hmm. I said, because, you know, whatever that is for each person, it's different. But if it's big enough, you'll move. Mm-hmm. Right. And so for them to see it, is an incredible experience. Mm-hmm. And then again, to define what that looks like, because mm-hmm. whether it was the wealth management company or the, in the coaching, people don't know, like I said, what they want. Mm-hmm. Right. And you, if you try to like ask them questions, it gets really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the book that I wrote, I don't know if we talked about that, but so I wrote a book called get there, chart mm-hmm. your course to financial abundance and live the life you desire. Mm-hmm. And it was because of just that, like I wanted people to get there and people mm-hmm. are always like, where's there. Right. And it's wherever you want it to be, right? Mm-hmm. Like I can't tell you where that is. Right. Um, but in the book, we started, or I started with defining your vision. Mm-hmm. And I got a lot of feedback from people that it was too hard to start there. Mm. And I was like, interesting. Like mm-hmm. we kind of went down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I got to like the goals, mm-hmm. I heard so many people that were midlife, let's say, mm-hmm. that they'd lost the idea of a goal. Mm-hmm. And in that, they would say, basically, you know, I hit all the societal goals I was told to do. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know what to do. Mm. Right. And I'm just, mm-hmm. just this is where I'm going to live. This is mm-hmm. like where I've plateaued and stuck. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, eye opening for me because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my God, like, how are you not wanting to just do more? Right. You know, mm-hmm. but no one's told them that they can or should or mm-hmm. even what it looks like. Um, so I was like, I took that feedback. And in the course, we start with defining your core values Mm -hmm. after the stillness, right? Mm -hmm. Most people understand like what it is that they value Mm -hmm. and we give them a cheat sheet so they can like 
you know, prime themselves and be like, okay, yeah, those right. make sense. Yeah, because if it, when you're having to just start from nothing, your brain goes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It fries out. They're like, oh my god, I'm overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um, so we help them do that, and then from there, build off those core values again mm-hmm. to like, okay, what are some of those moments that you just felt really happy? Like mm-hmm. those best moments of your life, right? And like when you ask somebody, and you're like, right, if I asked you right now, like, hey, just think about like one of those moments where you felt super happy, like mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Right. So you just smile because you like you picture it. You're like, oh, my God, that was really good. Mm-hmm. Right. And then so you just like look for those characteristics mm-hmm. that are in those moments and you'll find a theme. Mm-hmm. And then we build on that again and then say, OK, like, what does that vision of your life look like mm-hmm. now? Right. And so now we build people up to that, which uh, so far, so good. People have mm-hmm. been able to like define what that looks like for them. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you use that vision statement as a North Star, if you will, mm-hmm. to define and understand like what they're doing today mm-hmm. and how it moves them forward mm-hmm. and then allows them to course correct easier because they know where they're going. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. You know, we don't just jump in the car and expect that our GPS is going to get us somewhere. <laughs> you know? right. We have to tell the GPS I need to get to, you know, X place. And it, this is the same thing. Yeah. So speaking of cars, so I, I've done a couple like driving events where you have a professional driver with you and you're going around a course. Ah. Right. And they always tell you to like, look through the turn, mm-hmm. basically like where you're going, not like mm-hmm. where you're at mm-hmm. or the next bit, but look through it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the same thing, right? Cause you're going to naturally drive mm-hmm. where you're looking. Right. Right. So if you're looking in life where you mm-hmm. want to go, you'll naturally go that direction mm-hmm. as well. Right. So it's the thing, right? Just know what it looks like, mm-hmm. move forward and it'll appear. Right. You know, I, I love the analogy of, of driving and, and they say, you know, there's a reason your rear view mirror is little and your windshield is so big because you have to be looking forward as opposed to focusing on on where you've been. Exactly. And I've been in a lot of cars where that rear view mirror is pretty much useless. Right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, can't see anything. I'm like, this is like the hardest car to see out of the back. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess I just got to keep going forward. Mm-hmm. Right. right. You know, so, yeah, I know I agree. So how the heck do we even get started? I mean, you know, that's that's the thing is my brain is still going, I know I need to do this, but. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I know that I'm a little unusual in that literally I jumped in, right? Like right. When mm-hmm. I got back from vacation, I read, not immediately, but, you know, once I realized, okay, this is what I need to do. Mm-hmm. It was like every book I could touch mm-hmm. jumped right into a meditation training that was over a thousand dollars just to get a mantra. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is insane, but it's all good. It's going to help. Right. Me. And the rest of um, us are going, Eek! <laughs> right. When I tell people that I spent a thousand dollars to get a sound, they're like, mm-hmm. what is wrong with you? <laughs> and then when I tell them that I spent thousands of dollars mm-hmm. to sit in silence, mm-hmm. they think I'm even crazier. Right. But then when um, you tell them how successful you are, they go, oh. <laughs> well, see, I, I don't even tell them that. They just mm-hmm. look and see right. what I'm doing. And they're like, mm-hmm. how do you do all this? I'm like, mm-hmm. Like I just sit down in silence mm-hmm. and I detach from everything for five mm-hmm. days. It's not that hard, right? you know, um, but it is that hard, especially mm-hmm. when you don't know how to start. Mm-hmm. So I always like to say, start wherever you are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some people want to learn the mantra mm-hmm. and learn that meditation. We mm-hmm. teach it. You can go on kenclidoris.com mm-hmm. and register there to get a personal instruction on a mantra. Mm-hmm. If that doesn't seem like, something you want to start with, mm-hmm. right? There's a ton of apps, mm-hmm. um, the Calm app, Insight mm-hmm. Timer, different things like that, which will start to build up kind of your muscle mm-hmm. of stillness. Mm-hmm. And then once you 
feel like, okay, I see like the benefits of this. Mm-hmm. Now I want to get a mantra. Mm-hmm. Um, then that's a great time to jump to that. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, what I've found is that you really want to have a meditation practice that doesn't require you to have anything. Right. Right. You don't want to be attached to a phone or mm-hmm. some other system. Like literally I can sit and I don't sit cross-legged and you know, <laughs> I wouldn't be able pose. to get back up. That'd be, yeah. that'd be one of the issues. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's some people that like think that the pose is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's not literally. Well, I know, I like, know part of the pose is you're focusing on that pose. I, yeah. you know, and, but, yeah. but I don't know, as a person that focuses too much on everything, mm-hmm. I don't need to focus on that. Cause I don't right. critique myself and be like, I'm doing this wrong. And like, yeah. Or I would be thinking, I'm not going to be able to get back up. I'm not going to be able to get back up. Right. I'm just going to fall over. <laughs> right. And I'll roll up and just kind of roll into it. Uh-huh. Um, so we teach again, just anywhere you'd feel safe mm-hmm. and comfortable on a chair. Mm-hmm. So very simple. And then you, again, you just, 20 minutes Mm -hmm. and that'll literally start to accelerate the benefits Mm -hmm. that you start. And then from there, right. Again, we take about a week to really create and cultivate that stillness mentally. Mm -hmm. And then we jump through the course to help people define it is, you know, what it looks like for them. Mm -hmm. And then from there, the goal for me is to start hosting silent retreats Mm -hmm. because I think that, and I know from personal experience that spending five days in silence is a life changer. Mm -hmm. Like 20 minutes is cool and like it'll start to mm-hmm. really unwind a lot. But those deep-seated voices in your head telling mm-hmm. you things that you've never heard, mm-hmm. they come out in a week in silence. Because mm-hmm. your mind has nothing else to do. So it right. just starts bombarding you. Mm-hmm. And I, that's why the first two years I did that, it was really loud. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh my God, like this is so much. I don't know if I can do it. Mm-hmm. And this third time. It was like a piece of cake. I mm-hmm. love the whole thing. It was like, oh my God, this is what I've been trying to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, now, do you in- go somewhere to do that? I mean, how do you? Yeah. So I've done in groups and by myself. Mm-hmm. And I've decided personally, you need the group. Mm-hmm. Um, it changes the environment and mm-hmm. it's just a much better experience. Mm-hmm. So I'll be hosting group uh, retreats. Mm-hmm. Um and they I don't talk to each other. No. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that this could last... never be a monk taking a vow of silence. I mean, this just would not work. Yeah. But, but you can watch people. So this last time, well, every time I've guessed I've watched people, mm-hmm. but when you, this time, because I was so calm and just like eased right into it and was like, mm-hmm. Oh my God, this is the best thing ever. Um, when you're walking around, mm-hmm. you kind of can see the people that are really like the first timers that are really struggling with, mm-hmm whatever's in their head. Mm -hmm. And as the days progress, the people that are very diligent Mm -hmm. have like this epiphany moment Mm -hmm. at some point. And and then like, Mm -hmm. they just smile and they're super happy. Mm -hmm. Whereas other people literally just drop off and you hear them talking and you're like, Oh, you've like succumbed to your own thoughts. Mm -hmm. Like your mind is master of you. You're not Mm -hmm. mastering your mind. And it's kind of a sad experience, but at the same time, you're like, at least you were here, you tried, Mm -hmm. you know, but come back and do it again mm-hmm. because you need to master your mind mm-hmm. and like control it. Otherwise your thoughts will control you and mm-hmm. it's just no way to live. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, now one of the things that also, and, and I'm from Colorado and so, you know, I'm, I'm very much nature, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you are in California, you sail, you know, all sorts of things on the ocean. It, to me, 
that that kind of helps with this. Um, I remember, you know, when when you're talking about, you know, think about where you're most peaceful, sitting and watching a fire for me is somehow or the ocean. I mean, you know, just that it, it, my brain just shuts off. Um, so is that, you know, is that part of some of this? And, and then, you know, I, I feel bad for the poor city folk who are like, well, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, every time I've done a silent retreat, it's, it's definitely in nature. Cause you're trying mm-hmm. to just reconnect with that frequency of mm-hmm. nature and just calm down from all mm-hmm. the noise. Um, and yeah, being on a sailboat more than a powerboat, cause the powerboat's like loud still, right. but mm-hmm. the sailboat, right. Just the sound of like mm-hmm. the hull going through the ocean, mm-hmm. super peaceful. Like it is one of those experiences mm-hmm. where I get to like recenter all right. the time from that. And mm-hmm. I'd say that, and my friends will agree with me sailing and being able to like escape the mm-hmm. craziness during COVID mm-hmm. of living like in a city and mm-hmm. around people, be able to jump on a boat and mm-hmm. leave literally kept me sane. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, cause it was like a great way to just mm-hmm. step out. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and your brain obviously is focusing on what you have to do to keep that sailboat going, you know? So it wasn't that you just went and shut everything off. It was, and, and it's funny. I find the same thing with cooking, which people who know me just think this is absolutely hilarious. Um, I can, and, and, you know, my brain, there are times where my brain does not go to good places. I mean, you know, you have stage four cancer, you're kind of like, eh. Um, but for me, when I cook, I have to focus on not cutting my fingers off. Right. Um, and, and so cooking to me is kind of that same thing. My brain just shuts off for, you know, the, the 30 minutes or so. And I focus on fixing that meal. And then, you know, afterwards I'm like, okay, what are we going to do to deal with everything else? But just that part of here's what I have to focus on is, you know, and, and it's, you know, I, I talked about the dog show. I mean, people who are, you know, they tell me, oh my gosh, I spent 30 minutes with my puppies. Oh, to me, that would be heaven. Right. You know? Yep. Um, but yeah, you're, when you're, you're not telling your brain don't do anything. Yep. You're just telling your brain, okay, there's something different you can do. Exactly. And I would say, some people would agree that when you're doing those things, mm-hmm. you are doing a sort of meditation, right? Right. Because you're fully immersed in mm-hmm. the moment. And when you do that, you kind of lose sense of time, mm-hmm. right? Everything changes a little bit mm-hmm. and the noise shuts down. Mm-hmm. And that's how right, you have that great experience with the dogs or mm-hmm. cooking, sailing, right? And then doing the days in silence, that's basically how you have the whole day. Mm-hmm. Like once this year for me, it was just like that all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, oh my God, like, and then you come back mm-hmm. and you feel rejuvenated mm-hmm. and like refreshed to take on the day right. or the weeks or the year, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. So we all, you know, we all see the benefits of it when we experience it. Mm-hmm. Just don't think we create the habit of experiencing mm-hmm. it enough mm-hmm. to see the benefits. Right. Right. It's no, like going to the gym once, right? It right. Doesn't, yeah. Doesn't this help. isn't going to, you're not going to yeah. be, you know, the six pack abs, then, you know, lose 40 pounds. <laughs> yeah. You know, and as you mentioned, it's, it's when you get calm that then you're able to focus and go forward on those big things. Yeah. You know, so people always ask me, and I'm sure you were going to talk about it at some point, like, what's my daily routine look like? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, so many people have wanted to write a book. Mm-hmm. And they never do, or they right. wanted to do something and they've mm-hmm. never done it. Right. There's probably a lot of people listening that were like, Oh, I really like to have my own podcast, mm-hmm. but, but I don't know start. what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
you know? Um, and so that's all that internal noise. Mm-hmm. So in my daily practice in this, I created a journal around it as well, mm-hmm. which is part of the course to help people really move forward um, is right. I meditate to sharpen my tool, right? My mind mm-hmm. is just what I do. So do that. And then I do my journaling where I talk about mm-hmm. and journal about kind of like what was really good, what I'd like, what my goals are for the day, mm-hmm. how I want to feel during the day, mm. right? Plus my goals. Mm-hmm. And then what I'd like to like bring in or notice like mm-hmm. to your car example earlier, like what is something that I'd like to notice mm-hmm. to help me move towards my goal? Okay. And I do that every morning. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I roll straight into kind of like my biggest item of the day. Mm-hmm. So when I was writing the book, I would sit down, like from there, I just keep writing. Mm-hmm. And every day I would write. Mm-hmm. And there were days where I felt in flow and I'm like, oh my God, I just wrote, you know, all these pages. I mm-hmm. felt really good. And then there was days where I'm like, oh my God, it's 30 minutes. I got two. I've words. done five words. <laughs> yeah, right. And you're like, man, this is, this book's going to take forever at this rate. Um, right. But just building that habit mm-hmm. and, over time, right? Nine months later, I had a book done. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, like this is incredible. Mm-hmm. Right. And same thing with the course. When I was writing the course, it's like, wake up, journal, do everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. Writing the course. Because, and it, actually, I had this example happen yesterday. I had a friend call me and he was like, my phone is the first thing I look at during the day. Mm-hmm. I know I shouldn't, but it's the first thing. Uh, yeah. I'm going to raise my hand on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, it's not good. You never know what it's going to tell you. Right. It could be bad. It could be whatever, but yeah, it's, it's not saying hello. (laughs) And it's going to throw off your day. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, when do you look at your phone? I'm like, Mm -hmm. uh, usually it's probably like an hour minimum Mm -hmm. before, like right between my meditations, journaling, and then whatever I need Mm -hmm. to do. Sometimes like if what I'm doing is like major, it'll be pretty late until I turn off my phone. Mm which is interesting because right, I also run a business. Mm-hmm. So people are like, how do you do that? I'm like, well, I prioritize. Right. Because I know once I jump into the emails and like mm-hmm. everything that's pressing, mm-hmm. I've lost my day. Mm. So the most important thing needs to be done before that. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like, if you do that, yes, things are going to happen. Life's going to occur. Mm-hmm. Right. Kids are going to get in trouble at tent at lunchtime. You got to go pick mm-hmm. them up, whatever it may be. But at least the most important thing of your day is done. Mm-hmm. And when you do that every day, mm-hmm. this is how you see leaps and bounds and the compound effect of all that effort mm-hmm. because you do it every day. Right. So. You know, and, and, and it is making that habit. Um, yeah. You know, I remember years ago, I went to a Mary Kay thing, you know, and, and, and they, they say, you know, if you do something 21 days in a row, it becomes a habit. Um you know, I've, I've heard less, I've heard more, but it really is just, oh, you know, this is what I do. I wake up, I do this. I wake up, I do this, um, you know, or at noon, I do this, you know, all those yep. various things. And and your brain, back to, you know, how powerful your brain is, it goes, ding, that's what I'm supposed to do now. Right. I mean, I get that question. A lot of people are like, when you sit down and meditate, how, like, how do you know when it's done? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, oh, I've literally been doing this so long, like, mm-hmm. My body just knows. It's like, right. this is 20 it's minutes. It's not that you You're set done. a timer or yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, it's just like, mm-hmm. I've created that muscle memory. This is how long it takes. My body knows. It knows to relax. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's the same thing, right? With my day. Mm-hmm. But again, I've like being in the finance industry and owning my own business and having people that relied on me, mm-hmm. clients and everything else. 
like I realized pretty early on that once I kind of jumped into that stuff, mm-hmm. I lost my day. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people feel the same way. They're like, how right. do you have time to yeah, do this? Yeah, we get on that hamster wheel right yeah. away. Yeah. So you got to create, again, enough space mm-hmm. between you know the start of your day and mm-hmm. that. Right. So that way you can start to like build that habit and build that muscle. Mm-hmm. And I know it's hard for people, but you just got to prioritize what's important. Right? right. I know people that I'm not this person again, but I know people that wake up at 5 a.m. to get their workout in before going to work. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to be up that early and mm-hmm. I don't want to go to the gym at that time. Like, mm-hmm. But for some people that mm-hmm. they know that's what's going to have the best right. effect on their day mm-hmm. and they prioritized it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the same thing, right? You just got to prioritize. Mm-hmm what's important to you. And in the business sense, it's probably something on the business, not in the business. Mm-hmm. Right. I found that out early on too. It was like when I just work like in the business and trying to figure out how to do every little piece, mm-hmm. I get overwhelmed because I'm too in the weeds. Right. But if I step back and I look at it as a whole and mm-hmm. say, okay, like what can I do to work and mm-hmm. make this better? You know, you get again, mm-hmm. more change. Right. But like once you step into it, it's hard to mm-hmm. step back out in the middle right. of the day. Mm-hmm. Well, and a big part of that is communicating with the people that are you're working with and working for. Um, you know, I tell my clients, I'm not going to respond before 8 a.m. And I'm not going to respond after 5. You know, you can still send it and more than likely I'll still look at it. But, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm not going to respond. Now, I tell them if there's something urgent. Yes. Um, you know, if we you know, we manage websites, somebody's website is down. It's not, hey, we're going to deal with it tomorrow. Um you know, and, and things like that, but, you know, they, they've learned and, and, you know, and, and I've also talked to them about the fact that we have time differences, right? You know, you're in California, I'm in Atlanta. I had a client for a long time that was in California. And when we moved here to Atlanta, I mean, that's three years difference or three years, three hours difference. And she would expect me to be responding to her emails at seven 30 at night because it was four 30 for her and she was still working. And I finally said, tell you what, I'll make you a deal. I won't respond at 7.30 p.m. And I won't expect you to respond at 5 a.m. And she went, all righty then. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, clearly it gave us a much shorter period of time that that we worked together. But it was about establishing those boundaries and letting people know that. Um, You know, if if you have told people that you work with, I am not going to respond to emails until 9 o'clock in the morning, then they don't expect you to respond until after 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I mean, yes, but when I, it's hard. Of, when it I started hard. this, I was mm-hmm. in the middle, right? Oh, and I yeah. feel like a lot of people already, mm-hmm. right. You already set in your routines. You already have mm-hmm. everything kind of running mm-hmm. and you're like, Ooh, what are they going to think? Right. Right. When mm-hmm. I first started meditating, that was a big thing too. Like, mm-hmm. Ooh, what are people going to think? Are they going to mm-hmm. think I'm, I'm like weirdo now? They're not yeah. going like, to What happened? You get a like, blow to the head you yeah. know, when it, your, your sailboat happened. And <laughs> yeah. Right. And you're just like, Oh my God. So I didn't tell people for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, I was just concerned about what they were thinking. And then I was like, as the questions came in of like, oh my God, what's different? Like, what are you doing? Like, that's when you the seem calmer, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Right. Or like, again, you seem calmer. You just have this sense about you now. Mm-hmm. People just wanted to share more with me, which I was like, mm-hmm. you guys already shared a lot, like mm-hmm. being an advisor, right? Like mm-hmm. you're very intimate with people's money, which is right. very personal to mm-hmm. them. So I already felt like I was learning a mm-hmm. lot. But and they the would just empathy share more. level went up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's all just very interesting that it just, it just, again, it just builds. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know, you mentioned, you know, meditating for 20 minutes and the, and that your 
mind kind of goes, when it's been a stressful day, do you find it takes longer to kind of wind down or is it pretty much just 20 minutes all the time? Well, so my meditation is always 20 minutes again to create that memory, Mm -hmm. muscle memory. Mm -hmm. But I will say on average, even today, it Mm -hmm. takes me about 10 minutes in my meditation. Mm -hmm. So half of it for my body and my nervous system to like really calm down Mm -hmm. to the level of like having no thought. Mm -hmm. That stillness part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like first 10 minutes, a lot of thoughts. Second Mm -hmm. 10 minutes, not very many thoughts at all. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of time between. Um, and, but I will say that if there are days that like I feel really overwhelmed and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I don't want to go into this meeting or mm-hmm. this next event or thing with that, whatever happened earlier, like with that mm-hmm. stress and that, that garbage, mm-hmm. like I need to recenter mm-hmm. then. Yeah. I'll do a quick like breathing exercise mm-hmm. or right. just sit and just try to center real mm-hmm. quick to be like, let that go mm-hmm. so that I can come in more refreshed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of how I do it. I don't right. change my meditations because mm-hmm. I want that habit, mm-hmm. but, but I'll do a breathing exercise okay. or something to recenter mm-hmm. before moving on to the next mm-hmm. activity. Right. You know, and I love that you just said it takes 10 minutes of that 20 to get there, because I think many of us think that there's going to be a little switch and it's going to go and we're just going to be in that calm state. And then when that doesn't happen, we think I'm doing it wrong. You know, and, and yep. so, you know, the fact that it's like, no. Nah, it's going to take a while to actually get to that point. I, I love that, you know, because you, you know what you're doing. And, you know, and if it takes you 10 minutes to get there, then, you know, none of us are going to get stressed knowing it, it takes a while to get there too. Exactly. Right. Again, we have, we have these thoughts mm-hmm. of what it should be. Right. And in practice, it's not what it is mm-hmm. at all, you know? And then, so that's why I like to tell people it takes me 10 minutes because it gives the other person permission mm-hmm. for them to take a while to like settle right. in and not to get distracted, mm-hmm. you know? And there are days where like, if I have a lot going on, mm-hmm. right. So we do 1031 exchanges too, mm-hmm. which is a real estate transaction. That's mm-hmm. very time sensitive. Right. And if I'm in the middle of one, like I feel like the urgency. Mm-hmm. And so like, there'll be part of me. that will be like, dude, you don't have time to meditate today. Like, mm-hmm. Just, just go do the work. Yeah. You like, got to get this done. You got to yeah. get this done. Mm-hmm. You know? And I'll sit down and be like, no, no, I know. Like mm-hmm. I can, I can take the time. And then, depending on like where we are, it'll literally, that thought will keep replaying mm-hmm. for the 10 minutes. Like you mm-hmm. should just stop. You should stop. Mm-hmm. stop. Right. You eventually and you're guilty, stops. right? Yeah. And then eventually it'll subside and you're like, oh, these are the benefits I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Because as we said, then afterwards, you're able to focus and go, okay, here's what we need to do to get this task done. Exactly. Right. And you get it done as quickly, as, as efficiently as possible. Mm-hmm without distraction, without delay. Mm -hmm. And then you just move on from there to the next thing Mm -hmm. because you know what the next thing is because you know where you're going. Right, right. Like, again, you know, you've told the GPS, here is my destination. Don't just willy-nilly pick something. Right. So that is, uh, that's the whole kind of gamut of it, right? You just define your stillness or find Mm -hmm. your stillness, define what you want, Mm -hmm. and then create that daily habit Mm -hmm. of moving towards it. But with the understanding that life's still going to occur right? Everything's still going to happen, but how you respond and how you Mm -hmm. show up is what's going to change. Oh, I love it. You know, oh my gosh, we are at the top of the hour. I always know that it's going well when I look down and go, oh no. Um, But for people who want to reach out to you and and say, oh, you know, help me, (laughs) how do they find you? And you've got tons of great resources on on your website, but how do people find you and, and work with you? And what are the services that you provide? 
Yeah, so you can go to kenclidoris.com. I'm sure there'll be a link below. Also, you can go to stillness2success.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some free resources there. Mm-hmm. And we offer, so we have obviously the book, mm-hmm. the journal, and then we earn uh, just the meditation if for those that just want to kind of jump in and kind of test the waters on the meditation. Mm-hmm. And then we have the full stillness to success course mm-hmm. available for the people that really want to define what they want mm-hmm. and start to move forward. And then we're in the process now of rolling out coaching to help people take that mm-hmm. information that they've learned about themselves and really hit it to the next level mm-hmm. and move forward. So all of that's available at kenclidoris.com. Right. I love it. You know, and, and it is about stillness to success. You know, whatever that definition is that you have, it, that is what we're aiming for. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's why I named it that way. People are like, oh, mm-hmm. what about all? I'm like, no, you need the stillness first mm-hmm. so you can hear mm-hmm. and understand what it is that mm-hmm. you want, you know, and the things like that. And then also when you're, when you're in stillness, mm-hmm. when you go into the day, you see more possibilities mm-hmm. to reach the things you want mm-hmm. because you're not distracted by all the noise internally and externally. Mm-hmm. You're just aware. Mm-hmm. And as you see those moments come up, you know, I like to say, tell people like seize the second, mm-hmm. take that opportunity and move forward. Mm-hmm. And the more you do that, the more you seize the second, mm-hmm. the farther along you will be. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and I mean, just the, being able to gather all those scattered thoughts is, you know, is, is such a huge benefit because that's, that's what happens to me. I'm the yabbit, 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 yabbit person, you know, and, and I'm thinking about 20 different things at the same time to just calm that down is, is invaluable. I, I agree. It's well, literally the, it changed my life. So yeah. I think it's the best thing that anybody can do. And, you know, and, and to be, let's be honest, I know success is, you know, as we've said, varies from person to person, but just the picture of you on that sailboat on your website, I'm thinking, wow, <laughs> you know? now that's not me. I'm not a sailboat person, but still, you know, that's you, because of this, you have the, the opportunities to be able to, to have that success. Um, you know, and, and I think that's maybe the, the key is, is, you know, for people to think, okay, I want to get from A to B, how do I do that without driving myself completely nuts? Exactly. And I would say that while I enjoy being on the boat, I'm mm-hmm. literally going to be on a boat in a few hours after we're recording this. Um, it's one of the things I really enjoy, mm-hmm. but I would say that when I first started this, the things mm-hmm. that I'm doing now, mm-hmm. I didn't even comprehend were possible. Mm-hmm. Right. And to, to, mm-hmm. for people to, you know, define their vision, mm-hmm is really hard sometimes, but again, it's just going to change. It's going to get bigger as you see more Uh possibility. Mm -hmm. And so now the thing that literally gives me the most joy is Mm -hmm. helping people Mm -hmm. and my philanthropic, you know, giving, Mm -hmm. like seeing the change that I can have in Mm -hmm. the community, in other people's lives Mm -hmm. and their families is literally Mm -hmm. incredible. So it'll, it'll get bigger, like in everything. Mm -hmm. If you just keep moving forward again in season the second, Mm -hmm. what you can achieve is more than you can ever imagine. I love it. You know, I always ask for a final thought, but that was a perfect final thought. So, you you know, I've been having an absolutely wonderful discussion with Ken Cladoris. Please look him up on the internet, you know, all of these various places, because great information. I promise it will, you know, it will help calm you and find that stillness because we want you to be successful, right? That's, that's what the program's about. So I'm Deb Creer and, and everyone have a great day. 
Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.